Hello and welcome to the Car Lounge. My name is uh, Neil Kavanagh and with me is my friend, my co-host and now my boss, strangely enough, uh, Simon Dean. That's right. Yeah, he That's literally right. controls every aspect of my life. Apart from your wife, no one controls your no, wife. No, no. <laughs> or my wife, should I No imagine. one puts me in a corner. No, 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 no. no way. No way. No way. But uh, yeah, actually, it, it is my first uh, podcast recording with you as an employee, which is... Uh, Strange but wonderful. I really, really don't like that term. Please, yeah. let's not use that. <laughs> Business partner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you'd like that. Yeah, yeah. we're partners, all right. I'm delighted you're here. You're going to have to get a harder neck. Simon Walsh has faced serious abuse yeah, in well, his term that you're here. So now I'm it's pretty sure that in the last podcast uh, where we had James and your dad from the workshop yep. and we had uh, Shimo, that I was gloating about the fact that I was the last remaining person not working in the motor trade. Yeah. And, and here I, we go, a lot has happened in four months. Yeah, and I reminded you that you think you like cars now. <laughs> <laughs> and you will absolutely hate them by the end of it. I'm just three weeks in and I'm already beginning to see what you mean. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, everything's great. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, like we said, it has been, uh, a lot has happened in the last four months. And the reason is it's been four months. We may as well just get our excuses in early. It's because um, you didn't pull the finger out. Because I didn't part. pull the finger out and you weren't paying me. Um, you you had a trip to hospital at one stage. We I had did. a guest uh, that had to cancel for family reasons very last minute and left us uh, a little bit uh, in the lurch, shall we say. But um, that that there are excuses. We're sticking to them. But we are finally here. And uh, if you notice that the acoustics are slightly different, it's because traditionally we record in the car lounge at the Dean Motor showroom. But a bit, we're kind of going back to our roots because in episode one, uh, which you should absolutely go and check out all the episodes, but in episode one... Um, Simon was kind of under the spotlight and uh, actually I think most people it's the most listened to episode oh, uh, really? funny enough and then uh, uh, people don't listen to the ones after that because they had enough of my bullshit yeah exactly the they're all yeah, this yeah, guy that seems uh, fair. but no do go back and listen to it. but in that episode we, we, we sat in two different cars right next to each other and uh, that was kind of for COVID rules but we thought you know what Let's just do the same thing again. So we are here in the showroom, sitting in two different cars right next to each other. Two Italian cars. Two Italian cars. They could be cousins. Well, they're kind of of the same sort of family. Yeah, yeah they The car are. that you're sitting in actually owns his company. It does, yeah. It does. So I own you. Yeah. Uh, who's the real boss around here? <laughs> so you're sitting in... A 360 Modena Spider. Yes. I love these completely underrated car. They're mega. There and can't be many in the country. The spider, especially. Uh, no, there's not a lot of spiders. I think mm. there's maybe... I think there's only two or three, maybe tops. Mm. Um, we're very lucky that the car, this car here that we got, I know you can big up any sort of car that you have for sale, but I've never seen one that has been so meticulously maintained. Yeah, uh, It has never, ever missed a service any single year. It's had all the preventive maintenance done by Ferrari. Um, it's eligible for um, Clash East certification. Clash East, I mean, yeah. it's just, it's, yeah. it is the dog's, yeah, the dogs and there can't be many 360s and the classy. Uh, I think there's only one other 360 yeah, yeah, that ever got yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but no, it's a it's a gorgeous car, really, really nice, and the sound is magical. <laughs> uh, they are. It is magical, absolutely unreal. Um, this and, car, uh, I actually, the gentleman who we got it off, he actually came on our road trip. He was on the road trip, exactly, road which trip. we will talk about yeah. uh, in a while because, like I said, a lot has happened in the four months. Um, the car I'm sitting in is another unbelievably rare car. Um, it is a Fiat Tipo and I have to I'm waiting the, to see if you get the last part the right Sedici Valvole the Sedici Valvole which yes. ma- it makes you it, it sounds sexy and it does fact, sound sexy Valvole kind of could sound like something yeah, we, yeah, we would, no 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 uh, we won't, we won't go there it, it, it is uh, 
it's it, it was a it's a rare car from our childhood. I don't really ever remember seeing one. I don't think as a as a I, child. I never saw a DJ Valvo. <laughs> but yeah. what I did see was I remember my football manager had a one point four one. Yeah, my neighbour had one. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I think I remember going to football matches and there'd be eight of us in the car. And oh. I remember one day, I'm not going to lie, um, you know, back in the day when people when used to. Went. Back in, in my childhood, uh, probably 30 years ago, when people used to have a few drinks and they used to drive. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, one day with about eight kids in the car, he drove straight across the road, hit the brakes and uh, hit a path. And the car literally <laughs> kinked the roof. The what? car just buckled <laughs> in half. Oh, oh, Jesus. It was completely wrecked. I've but kinked the roof times, in a car times. before as well, but we yeah. won't go there. And so there we are. What we're promoting here is that the safety, safety first. It's a very safe car. Um, it is actually quite roomy in here. Um, it's airy, Neil. It airy is airy. Airy is the kind of description yeah, I would Because, think. yeah, it is airy. But, but to, to free, if you don't know the Sidici Valvole, its significance is it has the two litre. Sidici Valvole means 16 valve to you and I. Uh, the two litre uh, 16 valve engine that was in the Thema, the Lancia Thema, and the Integrale as well, the Delta, wasn't it? Bang on. Yeah. yeah. Front wheel drive. Um, it is. Serious crack to drive. I haven't driven it. Yeah, it's yeah. deadly. You, you, did you bring it back from the UK? I or? brought it back from the UK. Uh, myself and Simon. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Today we absolutely, we look, we absolutely, we gave it a good run for its okay, money. Yeah. But um, the way the, it's geared, like if you run hard up into the rev line, it's literally in the rev range all the time, and it sounds mega. Wow, mega. This does have. It's pretty standard. This car. I, I can see there's a Momo steering wheel in it. I. Think it has a different exhaust system on it. It uh, does. From memory. Yeah, I think it's a Scorpion. Yeah, a Scorpion back proper uh, yeah, cool. uh, per- period exhaust yeah. uh, system on it as well. I was just thinking. We we had um, when I got here, there was a car sitting outside. The door was open. The key was in the ignition. And I thought, here's an idea actually for something. So you used a little the, competition, the, the, maybe. You've used the infamous Dean Motors initiative. I did. I, yeah, exactly. The initiative. infamous initiative. Uh, the car was sitting there, and I think actually this could be a nice little feature for the podcast. Um, using the power of sound. Oh, uh, see, but so did you bring your old job into the new job? I here? did, yeah. You I like that. I, I like the way you did that. It was great. Um, so I recorded a clip of the car starting up. Give it a few little revs. I noticed that it was hot. I did check it first. Didn't rev a cold Glad engine. Don't worry for all the, the people who love to point out the obvious sometimes. Um, <laughs> so Simon, actually, you don't even know what car this was. Maybe you do. But what we're going to do is, Simon, you can. Uh, we can give, if someone guesses this, we can give them a prize, can we? Yeah. Yeah, okay. We'll give yeah. them something. We'll give a them night out with Simon Dean. A night out, yeah. Oh, wow. I have several batteries on a giveaway that I could give. <laughs> yeah. um, so have a listen to this. If you know what it is, send us an email to thecarlounge at deanmotors.e and you might win something pretty cool. Have oh it. no, you'll win something. You'll win something. We'll, we'll, we'll throw something okay. together. Ha- have a listen to this. Simon, do you know what it is based off that? Um, considering that I'm actually pretty good at this game, yeah, <laughs> I could probably pick that out a million so? miles away. Yeah. Oh, really? Ooh, mm. look at you. Okay, okay. Well, so in like, all fairness, I would say that is a sickness of mine. I could pick any car here and start, even ones that aren't here, and I could tell you what they were. Look at you. Okay. Yeah. We'll have to test that theory. We will. That'll actually be a good we'll practice. We'll, we'll do, do that. We'll do a video so, yeah, we might, we'll make this a regular thing, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, if you think you know what the sound of that car is, or what car that is, make and model would be you know our, our proximate um, model because this is sort of a, a version of something. Yes. Uh, send us an email, thecarlounge at deanmotors.e. Right, that's that out of the way. 
Um, as we as I sit here, my vantage point is giving me a perfect view of a poster that's on your wall, which is one of the highlights that we wanted to talk about that's happened over the last four months. You mentioned road trip with Simon, and the the poster is for the Duke's Hill climb that yeah. uh, the Duke of London uh, himself, uh, Merlin, uh, ran back in August. Tell us about it. You drove over. The two of you went over in your Lamborghini. We went over, took the Diablo. It was deadly. So same sort of thing. Remember we were talking about me going into hospital. I had to somehow convince my wife that I was fine to go. I left hospital on a Thursday. Uh, my seventh time, we were on the late night I ferry remember. at 12 o'clock. And that's why we didn't record the podcast. You were actually just going yeah, to, yeah, that's was, what, yeah, that was the real reason. And um, I'm glad to say that the sex change went okay. <laughs> yeah. And I, I feel really, really good. You're looking great. I've, I do feel good. I've smoothed my skin already. But no, um, do you ever kind of regret something a yes. little bit? So I got into, well, I know you've come to work <laughs> yeah, here. Three so weeks yeah, ago. Yeah. Instantly, but no. Um, I remember leaving the house here and before I picked up the car, um, I had it cleaned. It was looking absolutely perfect. Beautiful day. When I left that night, it was lashing raining. Um. And I mean lashing, lashing raining. And... I got down the road and the car was cold and of course the window was fogged. The next of all, engine lights start flashing in. Oh, <laughs> Left lovely. hand engine. I was like, we haven't even got two miles down the road. <laughs> and picked Simon up. He was like, this is this was a terrible yeah, idea. He doesn't you know, you get here. out into the motorway and you're deafened. Like it's a loud car. Yeah. The engine light was still on. We couldn't see out the window. We were driving in. Ah, <laughs> it was perfect. But then I had to keep convincing myself it was a good idea. But once we got to the port tunnel. It'd be tunnel, worth it when we get there. Yeah. yeah. When we op- got into the port tunnel and we opened up. I was like, ah, it'll be grand. So, yeah. um, engine light's still on. Engine light's still on. Yeah. But of course, like every typical Italian, the harder you drove the car, the more it appreciated. Engine light went off. Never saw it again. Um, there we go. And then when we got off the ferry, we were heading down towards London. It rained the entire way. Um, and of course, typical Italian stuff, not built for the rain. So I had to wear my jacket on my legs because the rain was coming <laughs> in through the top oh, of the Jesus windscreen Christ. and dripping down onto my leg. Well, so I used me for taking the car. Um, on the way down, we stopped into the Were you the always going to take the Lamborghini? Was, it, was there, Were you going to take uh, anything else? No, I can't even remember. We had a plan to take something else. And then I just said, Asher would take this. It's okay. going to be grand. Yeah. Um, so we drove down. We went to the British Motor Museum and... When you're talking about, forget about the quality of an Italian car. <laughs> Myself and Simon walked around this museum and we said, "This is the one off the M6." This is off the M6. Yes, yeah, I've been no, there. It's yeah. a savage it place. Yeah. Don't be wrong; it's cool, but sweet Jesus, the Brits made really bad cars. <laughs> they did. Holy yeah, there's a couple oh my of God. randomly. Yeah, so we left there laughing. Like. We drove down to London. We went to Merlin's place. Very, very cool at Duke of London. If you don't follow uh, Duke of London Instagram, where are you? I mean, uh, yeah, he's he's doing something very special yeah, in Brentford. Uh, I wish Brentford I was him, except I know I'm better looking, so it's okay. The Duke of Dublin kind of has Duke it uh, ring to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we but went yeah, he, to, yeah, we met the following day, we went to Shelsley Welsh, which is the oldest. Shelsley Welsh. Yeah, it's, it's the Walsh? oldest hill climb. Sorry, Walsh. Uh, yeah, yeah Shel- uh, the, it's like Simon Walsh, Shimo Walsh, Shelsley Shimo Walsh. Walsh yeah. Shelsley Walsh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the oldest hill climb track in the world I believe yeah it is yeah isn't it yeah it's very narrow um it was squeaky bum bum <laughs> yeah. let's just put it that way <laughs> I of course I Simon said to me you're gonna you're gonna take the Diablo up and I was like no I said there's no way I'm taking it up the clutch wouldn't last but of course biggie big balls yes, over here on the Sunday <laughs> saw everyone going up I was like oh yeah I'm going yeah. up the hill <laughs> um go on well yeah so of course did you, were, you, were you left with the clutch um there was a lot of smoke there was a lot of smoke. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. If you watch it on video, that's the funniest part. Right in front of us, uh, a guy called Henry Fletcher, 
Um, oh, I would have yeah. known him for a good few years. He took his F40 up the hill in front of us. Wow. And then I was behind him. It was like... That's a good pairing. It was 90s poster <laughs> everywhere. It was just amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he launched up the hill. Okay. Four-wheel drift up the top, up the hill. And he's a serious, serious pilot. So Yeah, he I does said, a bit yes, of racing, doesn't he? This is my opportunity. This is me. So, of course, I took off thinking I was big Biggie balls. 5,000 RPM, drop the clutch, no wheel spin, just loads of smoke out of the clutch. Oh, my God. <laughs> but we went up the hill, we had serious cracks, Simon <laughs> got it on camera. It's really, really, really tight. But at the top, we were doing... There's no s- racing line, there's just there's the no, line. No, no, it's yeah. just, you just it's have just to be, just line. go for yeah. it, just the line. Yeah. Uh, we got to the top, just before the top, there's a real sharp left. So you're doing second gear, you're probably doing 85, 90 mile an hour, and then you have to drop into first gear for this really tight Hair left pain. up the hill. And of course, you do a little bit of a drift. And then, straight, <laughs> oh man, it was mega. And he pulled, what an event. It was That's what deadly. I was going to ask you. So you mentioned the F40, but what other cars were there? There was there, there, everything. There, there yeah. was a DB4 Zagato. Oh, wow. Okay. 275. Uh, uh, GTV. Sh- no, Short Nose was there. Oh, Short Nose. Yeah. Okay. Um, there was guys, like, it wasn't a thing that, you know, we have to bring amazing cars. There was guys there, like ourselves, who were just in, there was loads of normal stuff and guys yeah. who just wanted to be part of the scene like we do over yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and it was just cool. Everyone was really nice. You had a bit of crack. The food mm. was great. A couple of drinks in the evening. It was just, it was deadly. So yeah, now I think um, maybe we might be able to do some sort of addition next year where we yeah, might tie yeah. in and get a couple of guys to follow us down and we'll, we'll go down to their event for the weekend. It'll be great, Crack. It will be great. And yeah. before I kind of get onto our own version, I've just noticed, I don't know if you can pick this up. This Sounds like you're having sex here, with the fucking seat in the car. A bit, of a, <laughs> bit of a squeak in, in that seat there, Simon. <laughs> it's, um, it's what we like to call, uh, what does we call it in the motor trade? It's character. Character. It's character. Exactly. It's yeah, character there you sound. Go. Um, but uh, in a similar vein, uh, actually, just after we had our our last podcast in July, uh, we sort of have had our own micro version of the the, hell, the Shelsey Walsh uh, hill climb, where we had Dean Motors' first ever track day, which was you may yeah. not have seen a huge amount about it on social media because it was sort of an invite only experimental sort of a a small enough event, um, but it was actually unbelievably. Great crack. Yeah, um, we donated. We were very lucky. Um, we had done a couple of deals with Mondello last year and they did a great deal on the track um, as kind of part of our commission for supplying their new F1, uh, their new Ferrari F430. F430. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if anyone wants to check it out, they're renting a car. Chris car is awesome. Actually. Yeah. I drove it home. <laughs> you drove I know it, home, it works. Yeah. It's okay. Um, That'd be a nice present. But we, um, we had some great guys. We donated all the money to the... Um, the Ronald McDonald House really really great charity mm-hmm. um, again we didn't want to go big into the charity thing it's, we, we didn't do it for that but we were lucky enough but yeah. it was great there were some cool guys with some really really awesome cars there there was a pretty eclectic mix of cars yeah um, there was was that Porsche 911 Turbo was 900, 900 horsepower 900 brake horsepower yeah <laughs> um, there were uh, there was an M6. There M6, was there was a GT3. Uh, GT3, yeah. Um, uh, it was an RS. Yeah. There, my brother was there in his Cayman. Yeah. Uh, I had what else was there? A friend there in an M2s. S560 coupe, which yeah. was not in its natural habitat. No. And actually, I did drive it around the track. It was interesting. I tell you, <laughs> it was what. a bit of a handful. We had, we had the Yar- we had the Yaris GR was there. Yeah. We had an M2. We had a Clio Williams. No, it wasn't a Clio Williams. It was a uh, it's so long ago I actually can't remember yeah, fuck, but no, I know was... that you had your Fiesta ST there and I you did. had your uh, Supra 
fresh from its Litchfield tuning. And I had watched everyone going out in it all day and I thought, I want to go with that. Unfortunately, by the time I got to the car, I would say the tyres were slicks on the back, probably. <laughs> because even with traction control on, it was still going sideways. It was, <laughs> you, you know, when you watch Top Gear and you see these guys doing these big drifts and you're like, ah, why is he? Like, he must, even when you're not, I tried my best to keep the car straight. And you were coming out of corners at 70, 80 mile an hour and clouds of smoke <laughs> coming out of the back wheels yeah. sideways. Yeah. The front wheels were on the lock stops just trying to keep the car straight. <laughs> it was the best crack I had ever. It was deadly. Yeah. Um, but we did go through, we went through a set of tires yeah. that they were down to the wire. Yeah, Unfortunately, yeah, by yeah, the time yeah. you finished. Um, and I probably didn't help with that. I think I did maybe four or five laps. It was the international uh, yeah. track as well, which I hadn't track, driven in a while. Big track, big track, brake fade. Uh, brake fade on some brake, I didn't. Well, I didn't notice the brake fade. I don't use the brake, Simon, you know. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, pilot, yeah, well, they only slow you down. Yeah, of course. Uh, but no, do you know, I was blown away though because I'd been driving the Cayman. Why was Simon in the car, would you? No, actually, his cousin was. Or his, yeah, one of his cousins was. I was making reference to the blown away. Oh, so. sorry. Okay. Sorry. Oh, Jesus Christ. Always something. Um, so I've been driving the Cayman a bit. I've been driving my own race mini. Um, I drove the S560. And the Supra was just like, they were all quick. Oh, it was a Supra it's a, stu- the it's a stupidly oh, quick Oh, my God. Stupidly oh, quick Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, absolutely unreal. I was re- I'd never driven anything as quick around the track before. Even though, like I said, it had ball tires in the back, it was still the quickest thing I've ever driven yeah, around there. Yeah, and it was deadly. I kind of, I'm not going to lie, it's kind of still a, still a sore point with me. Yeah, because, because you don't have it anymore. No, it's gone, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, now, I did sell it to a really good customer, which is nice. Um, hopefully, it will come back someday. It probably will. But obviously, it was part of a bigger plan. Uh, yeah. We've been ongoing for the last while we've been trying to get a new showroom venue so Simon said it was time to let go of some toys so I sold the car thinking this is it we have a new place lined up but unfortunately it didn't come true Uh, so uh, we are moving forward though that is uh, something yeah we were we were hoping that maybe come this podcast we could have announced that we will have somewhere new open to the public unfortunately it wasn't to be if you do happen to have a very large industrial building in the Dublin area, please let us know. Yeah, minimum uh, 10,000 square feet. Yeah, minimum 10,000 square feet would be wonderful um, because that is you know, part of our bigger plan is yeah. to, to to have somewhere open to the public. That's a tangent. We won't go down that road at the moment. Um, the I suppose it kind of leads on nicely to go from the track day into something we spoke about quite a lot in the first uh, few episodes of the podcast series, um, racing. And, and while we I look into you, you're smiling, already. you're smiling yeah, in the yeah, car over there. Yeah, well, so so the season is over. The, the first ever ICCR um, uh, season, as it's now called, uh, you're in the ST uh, Championship, your first ever race season. Yeah, and I'm happy <laughs> to announce that I came... First, never lost a race, went out first day. Yeah, well done. Perfect. Yep, never, that's all brilliant. there is to say. Absolutely brilliant. Moving that's all on. there is to say on that matter. If, if only that was the real story. <sighs> no. Um, it, first of all, before we get into how you did, did you enjoy it? Shite. Absolutely shite is no. what I did. Uh, did I enjoy it? Yeah, I really did enjoy it. Um, I suppose, uh, for, uh, without sounding bad, I had this idea in my head. I would be absolutely brilliant at this. Everyone um, does. Because I suppose I figured myself as a good driver yeah. and I I would say I've good car control and everything's fine. But my God, to be good on a racetrack and to be good on a road is two completely different things. Yeah, they are. And I was schooled, let's just say, <laughs> on a daily basis every time I went out. It is unfortunately part of it. 
Yeah, uh, I you mean, know, you, look, you man, have to. Yeah, you uh, sort of need that. Yeah, I yeah. went out to race, and the lads. They like to push and shove, so I just tried to give as good as I could back. But unfortunately, half the time I ended up riding the car off. I think I rode the car off a good three times out of six races. So Yeah, uh, you yeah, did have a few a shunts, unfortunately. Season. It was a great it was, season. I was going to say it was a mixed bag. Of, it wasn't. It was just shit. It was just shit. <laughs> just I, shit. There's no point in lying about it. I yeah. was absolutely horrific. But was, what was worse was, right, look, I'll be completely honest. I went out at the start, was doing really, really bad times. First race, qualified dead last. Dead last. Yep. Um, but as time progressed, I actually made really good time, enough to get me into the middle of the pack. And then other races, I was up, and I was in seventh place in one race. And yeah. I was doing absolutely yeah, yeah. brilliant. Seventh out of 20, absolutely Most flying. Most race series in the country. And yeah. then I either made a really stupid maneuver and tried to think that I was brilliant, taking mm-hmm. someone in a spot that wasn't possible, and I'd write the car off, or... Mm-hmm. I was either taken out by someone else or I had a mechanical issue. So <laughs> that is, every time I used to listen to you crying and moaning about your fucking mini and things <laughs> going wrong, I said, hey, idiot, look at all the money he's putting into his uh, car. Yeah, things go wrong in race cars all the time. Yeah, they do. And the I biggest had, load of crap ever. Yeah. Uh, and, and my luck wasn't any uh, better this year either. Um, ju- just quickly, there was, there was uh, you were speaking of moments of writing the car off. So the e- economical write-off rather than like you should never drive it again write-off oh no look don't but, get me wrong when the car went out again it was safe it didn't yeah, look great was. but it was safe and John Burke was looking after John it John Burke you. was looking after he the kept him busy yes um, but there was one um, I don't know what I think it may have been the second last uh, series where you had said to me you took off Oh, on the last corner. My neck, my neck is still sore. It's the only (laughs) way I can put it. And this is going on three months. But sorry, you took off, but sideways. Sideways. It was like Dukes of Hazard. That's what Leo Nolte described. Exactly. That's exactly what he said to me. I said, I said, is there any footage of Simon uh, taking off? And he sent me a gif of the Dukes of Hazard (laughs) taking off in the dodge. That wasn't my fault. That actually (laughs) wasn't my fault. Basically, uh, before that. I was kind of shunted and I went off into a barrier sideways and I bent the rear axle of the car. But the car was still running. So I just said, that's it. I don't want to do not finish. So I'm just going out. So safety car came out. Everyone was driving nice and slow. I knew the car wasn't right, but there was only like two laps left. So I was like, (laughs) this will be fine. I'll just limp at home. The safety car went in. I was absolutely flat out coming up to the top of the, just before you turn right. Yeah, last corner. Onto the last corner. Hit the brakes in a straight line. The car shot right, <laughs> went into his skid, and I hit the bump on the grass sideways. And I'd say I went a good <laughs> 10 feet into the air, came down, ripped the front wheel off the car. The car just dug into the ground. And I walked out of it saying, ah, oh, yeah, listen, that was grand and, you know, all fine. Yeah. The next day, I couldn't even In walk. Bits. My wrist, my good wrist, I still use my other one, <laughs> but my neck and my wrist are still sore. And it's three months later. I've been lucky. I haven't had anything like that now. I say it was phenomenal I, to watch. I never get, I never make it around enough laps. No, that's usually. the truth. Your knee's yeah. always broken. Well, my, my story, just for anyone who is remotely interested. Um, so the, the car is uh, owned and is run by uh, Paul Hickey and uh, Hickey Race Engineering. And he does an amazing job preparing it. And we, we did a lot of work building the car together. Um, and we were just dogged with engine trouble. Uh, so first race, I don't know, I don't know if I mentioned this in a previous podcast. First race, Went out, qualified. I think I had a problem. Oh no, blue head gasket in qualifying. Oh yeah, as you do. Changed it. Paul's a Paul changed it in record time, but unfortunately we did miss the first race. Second race, go out, blue head gasket. Engine came apart. 
there was a couple of little discrepancies found. Grand engine was all remachined, back together, dynoed it. That was actually at, at the track day. I did no, a few was, laps, yeah. a bit of a shakedown. You, you I had a race meeting a few day, days later. Um, and went out in, it was re-rolling, rolled it, everything, making great power. Went out, qualifying, second race meeting. Blew the engine this time. Properly blew the engine after two laps. So there was something obviously wrong with the recipe that we went, yeah, didn't you. figure. Uh, you. All the brightest minds working on it couldn't figure it out. It could have been me. That's what everyone said. You're the common denominator. You're the common Neil. denominator because you're always driving the car. Um, but yeah, we, we, we couldn't we couldn't uh, get a new engine done on time because well, whatever about Fiesta's being expensive, mini engines aren't cheap. Mini, mini engines, engines are your not cheap. mini engine is probably dearer than my Fiesta fully race prepared. Probably. Entire, buying the car yeah. and getting it completely race prepared. Yeah, just minis aren't, aren't made to go fast, unfortunately. So, yes. So, we, we sat out the rest of the season, all even though we were prepared to go out and, and challenge for the, the HRCA, Historic Racing Car Association Championship, we didn't we didn't finish one race, unfortunately. So, there you go. It could have been that bad for you. Um, I, I, I Just no way to say this. If anyone really wants to get involved in racing, just... Be a millionaire. Yeah, or it, it's like it's like what Richard Branson say. How do you become a millionaire? Yeah, buy you, an airline. Uh, how do you become a billionaire first, and then buy an airline? How yeah. do you become broke? Go racing. Yeah, absolutely. Go, it's, it's, and that's it's, exactly it's what I was told. Expensive. It is, and and the historic side of it is is particularly expensive because you know, as you said, to buy a um, a Fiesta, you know, was sort of between six, seven, eight grand for yeah. a half decent one. Um, you're talking about buying a a historic yoke. You know, they're usually depending on what it is, an MGB or what, where you want to go racing, it's 30, 40, 50 up to, yeah. as you said, a couple and of million for a DB4 GT. And people like you racing the car and you have to replace engines every week, it's yeah. 14, 15 grand a job. So yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. so now it's good. That's, um, uh, that's our top tip That's for the real reason I actually came to work for you is because you're paying me shitloads of money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. and no, you're sponsoring me as well, isn't that it? Yeah, no, that's I'm right. not. No, yeah, as if, as if. No. Um, so, yeah, so are you, big question. Are you going to go racing next year? Um, undecided not going to lie to you again yeah. I said I wasn't going to go uh, because of getting the new premises mm-hmm. because you could remortgage a small country on the money I spent trying to hook and yeah. race last year so that was my only reason um, so I don't know I'm not going to lie to mm-hmm. you I'm going to keep the car anyway yeah 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 um, I'm going to have it set up perfect and then maybe again we'll sensible. go at it again I don't know I'm undecided yeah this time next year I'll probably be I would have won the season. Thank God. (laughs) Thank God I went back this year. Um, So that was back in, uh, that was sort of summer time was the the race season. It ran into September. Uh, Actually, I finished October, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, But in between all of that, we had uh, the much uh, highly anticipated uh, get out and drive road trip. The Dean Motors first ever road trip event. That was the first weekend of September. We had uh, 50, 50 people, wasn't oh, it? More. it was more. No, we had 50 people, or 50, well, whatever the regulations permitted us to do. Oh, yes. We had 27 cars, including staff cars, yeah, I yeah. think. Uh, You've mentioned the 360 that you're sitting in. Yeah. Um, our competition winner, who won the uh, Supra. Supra. Uh, great guy, actually. Uh, name escapes me. Um, we can't say his name for safety reasons. For safety reasons, safety yeah. Reasons. We don't the want to anyone. still looking yeah, for exactly. Um uh, and we had a whole host of, of uh, we had a E39 uh, M5. We had uh, we had the truck, the Dean Motors truck came Dean with Motors us. Truck came. Um, <laughs> Lads, yeah. I was in the Renault 19 uh, 16 valve. 
16 valve, great which car. is now gone. Yeah. Really, really cool car. Um, there was some, there was some, it was a real eclectic mix. Really. It was a great... And do you know yeah. what, actually? The, so so if, if you're not familiar with it, we had... Uh, it was two nights. It was sort of three days. Um, we drove from Dublin to... Uh, Donegal? No we, no, we didn't stop in Donegal. We did go through Donegal. Oh, yeah, sorry. But um, we stopped you in the north. We'll try organizing we stopped in Enniskillen for, uh, for lunch. We hit an amazing road then from Enniskillen to, Dor- to Donegal. We um, went south then to Westport. We stayed in Hotel Westport. And uh, so that was day one. We had some brilliant roads. And you were in the Lamborghini again, weren't you? Yeah. And as I said, I probably, uh, the world's, Worst compressed discs now after driving the country yeah. roads. Yeah, yeah. you're um, some man for the punishment. It, but we, the, 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 we had a great night though as well, didn't we? Ah, it was deadly. Like the first night, I know, it, it, no, it was just so, it sounds so simple, but like even on the first night, Orla did organise the car quiz for us. Yeah, um, that and everyone said you kind of knew that, that what set the tone was the names of the teams that kind yeah, of came yeah. up. But it was just a laugh, and you know what it was? It was just nice to have. Guys and girls who just really loved cars and just wanted to have a bit of crack. Yeah, we got very lucky with the people who went. They yeah, were we just a really yeah, everyone was like sound, an eclectic was no mix messers. of people. You know, there was kind of cars of different value, different ages. Some were special, some weren't. There yeah. was there was a few very normal cars there. Yeah, but people, the whole the, the thing we all had in common was we just wanted to. We wanted to. Well, yeah, <laughs> meet like-minded to get people out and drive. Yeah, we wanted but to no, get out and drive. Um, it was just like you said it. it it was just, it was just deadly. Yeah. And I, I was, I'm not going to lie, I was worried about it, obviously, because um, there's a lot of really great companies who do fantastic trips here yeah. in Ireland. And we kind of, we wanted to maybe a little bit more of a premium trip and we wanted to keep the numbers small because we want it to be an intimate thing, but we want to have a bit of crack with yeah. everyone yeah. and feel that it's not lost having yeah. so many people there that no, you won't like, actually To be fair, to everyone did mingle. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I think I spoke to everyone at some stage on a, on a sitting down kind of one to one basis, it yeah. was brilliant, um, and yeah, it was it was there was it, it was it was couples, it was uh, fathers and sons, it was uh, it was a really great mix. Yeah, it was deadly. It was yeah. really good. So day two, then we kind of took the scenic route to Galway, the very scenic route at sometimes. Well, there was kind of an L mix up. My there brother was, James yeah. kind of took. He <laughs> he he rang he rang me. So so I had helped with the the route. Um, and it was we 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 this we we learned many things during this trip. It did go well. Obviously, there's things that that you kind of go. Yeah. Mm, maybe Try we should change something different. Trying to keep a group of cars, and it was a good thing that we actually we were a smaller group. So we had our, we had our, our our kind of destination set out each day in the itinerary, and I get this phone call from James, and I think it was well actually I I can't remember what time it was. We were due to be at destination one at twelve thirty. Yeah. And my phone rings and I was actually taking the direct route there because we were involved in trying to get ahead and vil- filming and taking photographs and stuff. Um, absolutely lit in the Renault 19, 16 uh, valve on the of way. Of course, as, phone you, as rings, you should be. And uh, Stevie, who's with me, picks up the phone and James says, uh, where are you guys? And we said, oh, we're, we're just after leaving Westport. We'll, we won't be, you know, we're about an hour and a half away or whatever. Where are you? Oh, we're at the first stop. Yeah, it was like a it half was ten, 10 o'clock in the morning. or half ten in the morning. <laughs> he just drove and straight I said, there. Okay, and are you? So he was he was support car. So you, him and your dad and your sister were all together yeah. in it his five three five V twenty eight. And yeah, and then I said, okay, you're on your own. Yeah, 
no, no, there's a few cars with us. Oh, Jesus Christ. James, he took them off the scenic route yeah, that we had There were 10 cars, I think. There were ten, 10 cars with them. So we did learn a valuable lesson in, right, there's a better way to keep cars together. <laughs> so that was unfortunate. But um, we did end up rendezvousing again. Um, but do you know what was what was absolutely brilliant was driving through the small kind of few villages that we did, some of the bigger towns and... I think the spectacle, particularly of seeing the, the Lamborghini, the uh, the 360, the Supra. Um, and then even the pickup truck. And the pickup truck. Customer yeah. of mine rang me and he said, I drove past the front of his house. He was He's actually from Minute. Ah. And he said he was, in, he was in his holiday home and he said, there was only one man I know who'd be driving that heap of junk down here. Pickup truck. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, as it happens, it was Shimo's brother. It was Simon's brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and actually they were brilliant crack because they were just belting out the country music and oh, man, uh, they were listen, sitting three up thing, I think in the, weren't they? I went with them in the car the three of us because of all <laughs> the cars that shouldn't have broken down my mm. Alpina bre- went broke down yeah um, the centre bearing went on the drive yeah so like um, or should I say the prop shaft so we mm. had to abandon ship the first night um, oh, no. and I got into the pickup truck with them at one stage because we were sharing. There was other people, obviously, who were in the Alpina. Yeah. And um, there was three of us in that and the lads were <laughs> absolutely lit in it. Yeah. And imagine trying to go on a country road in a car that has, like, the worst suspension on earth. It, to, let's be, let's just, like, it is a 1950 farm truck. Like, yes. that's the technology. It's, still, it's a 3.1 it litre six-cylinder, isn't it? It's what, six-cylinder, yeah, 3.1 or 3.2, I think. or 3.8, four-speed. Yeah. But, like, to go straight, <laughs> you need to turn the steering wheel left and right. Not a small bit. Yeah. Like, you're talking to six o'clock both ways <laughs> just trying to keep yeah. the fucking going straight on the road yeah. and like like if you look at our Christmas video that we did a couple of years ago and someone said to me and it's oh, like yeah, yeah. Like, you're working hard why were you turning the steering wheel so much when you're on a straight road I was like that's what you have that's to, what do you do to do to keep that thing going and, oh man yeah, yeah. but uh, that's that's the crack in driving stuff like that absolutely that, if and it that was is, perfect yeah. it wouldn't be fun yeah you're absolutely right I know we kind of there's so much all this hype around really, really expensive stuff. And I know I'm sitting in, jeez, I'm sitting in a Ferrari here. Yeah. Like, yeah, Lamborghini Diablos. We're talking about them like they're nothing. Yeah. But like, all the fun that we ever got growing up, and the same now, mm-hmm. is in cars that are relatively inexpensive. And just, like, I'd get into that Tipo or I'd get into the John Cooper Works outside yeah. or the GP or... Like and you'd have crack in cars like that that you would never have in something of such value, and that's where the fun is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, and like it, that's what I mean. Like never get lost or think about that. Look at Dean Motors; all they like to do is sell really expensive stuff. But no, it's it's more about a, it's just a car scene. And if you like stuff and you like cars, that's where the crack is, in yeah, my opinion. Yeah, and uh, we are in the middle of of kind of finalizing details, but there will be another road trip next year. Um, yeah, Neil. You the, better start sorting that out. Considering <laughs> yeah, it's something on your else job for me to look at. But the, we 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 will have another event next year, um, at least one. We might potentially we'll see how things go. We'll have we might have another road trip. We have something up our sleeve. I would if like we can to pull say it off. we would have two sort of road, road trips. trips. Yeah, we might we might have another road trip. We'll yeah. have to wait and see. Would but, we perhaps um, could we perhaps go abroad for one? Year? We, <laughs> yeah, we might do. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was just, it was, it was, it kind of, it really delivered in the crack. And, yeah. you know, we're really looking forward to the next one as well. Uh, bigger, better. Bigger and better. More crack. That's what my wife calls there it all go. the time. Yeah. There you go. There you go. So that was in September. 
we had something else in September, which was uh, you and I both went to separately. Um, <sighs> we didn't quite have the same experience, though. No, we we are talking about the Goodwood Revival. We were there together two years ago. Uh, three years, uh, two years ago, yeah, uh, with Shimo, and we brilliant. had an absolutely brilliant trip. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant trip. Yeah. I think we've spoken about it before. I took my this kids time. with me this time. Yeah, so you took your kids and your wife Shit. with you. I went with my brother, uh, who hadn't been to the revival. He'd been to the members' meeting. We hadn't been to the revival. We drove over in his Range Rover Classic. Not sure I'd do it again. No fault of the Range Rover. Course, it's a long drive. We sold, we, sold that we did it in the Cortina uh, Estate. Oh, man, the uh, But it's a long slog of a drive. But the reason we went was camping actually when you're on site for the revival is absolutely brilliant if you haven't done it before it's sort of an experience you have to do because you wake up you have a spitfire or two spitfires or three spitfires uh flying overhead over the campsite you stick your head out there's people getting dressed up in all their vintage gear you go to the bathroom to have a shower and a shave and everyone is just in the spirit already before you've even gotten into the event it's it's brilliant so it is no event like it no, ever. and there never will be. And yeah. No, there never will be. Because, yeah. like, I've heard, I remember hearing you talk about it for years. I was like, so what? Like, who yeah. would, whatever. And I remember we went that year. No, we went. We had serious crack. We did. We all, yeah, was, we made the, the most the of everything. The we were, were cool. Um, I suppose when I came back the last time, I told Orla, and I said, man, we have to go to Goodwood. It's awesome. But we, we tied it into a trip. And you, got, you got tickets last minute as well. Got tickets last minute. Again, unfortunately, a customer um, donated them. Mm-hmm. Um, we couldn't get anyone to buy them unfortunately so we bought them we donated to the charity um, but uh, <laughs> I rented a minivan I went over with my kids and I yeah. rented a minivan it was very exciting so you flew over flew over rented a minivan went to Legoland the first day which was grand oh did That's you Simon. I, I did yeah, that, Simon. Yeah. you're going to put in your time here with the family it's going to be worth it we're going to Goodwood tomorrow it's going to be <laughs> fine yeah we got to Goodwood alright about 4 I o'clock I think <laughs> about four o'clock I about think was it four o'clock <laughs> in between kids crapping in the car kids getting sick um, trying to get food they didn't want to be there it was too hot we got it was too loud too loud yeah. I got on the Ferris wheel and it was very funny because Tom he was like oh I want to go on the Ferris wheel Tom was four Got on it and it started to go quick. Oh my God. I could see the look of fear in his eye. And there was no way of getting <laughs> off it. He was just You're like, stuck. oh Jesus. <laughs> and we went in and it was at the start grid of one of the races. And it was deafening. And he started to cry and that was it. We were It was game over. Yeah. So uh, look, it was still great crack. We had, it was, look, even being there. And Orla got to see it. Orla got to see yeah, it. Yeah. I got to watch one of the and races it, on the big screen. Yeah, on the big from screen. A yeah, the, well, um, it, but, but it was yeah, cool. So, so yeah, like I said, my experience was was um, was with my brother. Uh, we we um, did the whole camping thing. We did actually have an experience coming back, and this is, you've done this so many times. You've you've uh, gotten the ferry back from the UK. You you usually go to Hollyhead at all costs, don't you? You don't normally go to Pembroke. No, because the hassle of driving up. Once you get out the boat, you just want to go home. Yeah, so we we did do that. That wasn't the problem, though. The problem was the bloody motorway, the main motorway that goes there to to Fishguard was uh, closed. Yeah, because it's the UK. And the detour took us an hour and 10 minutes out of the way (laughs) into... I think it took us out towards Swansea, and we had were we were already cutting it close because you don't want to leave when you leave when you're when you're leaving Goodwood on Sunday, heading for the ferry. You want to try and save for every last minute there, yeah, yeah. and they usually have the good races on Sunday evening to keep you there. So we were trying to watch. Then we were listening to the radios. We were leaving, going, "Oh, we've got good time here." We hit the bloody uh, the road closure, and we thought, "I've been on a road closure with you actually 
I yeah. think it maybe bring back the That's team. Why every time. trip that I ever come back. And, on, but really. but usually when you're going the Hollyhead way, they take you onto a parallel road and you join maybe at the next junction. As I said, we were an hour and ten minutes of a detour into a city, and the Range Rover. Oh my God, it performed unbelievably well. I was waiting for you to say <laughs> you would not think it. It overheated. No, it heat. didn't. It costs us one hundred and fifty quid an hour in juice, probably. No, we would have been quicker driving something else. There's no doubt about it. But yeah. it's a three and a half V eight. Yeah. Um, and when you're Perry manually Winkle going Blue. through the gears, it's in Periwinkle Blue. Yeah, as well, Periwinkle isn't it? Blue. We we. Uh, Jeez, and we were trying to read directions off the phone. It was like we were actually doing a rally. It turned out to be great fun in the yeah, end. Yeah. But we literally got to the ferry with two minutes to spare. We that's were the, the last Dean, car. The Dean there we way. go. And now, um, and we nearly had. Uh, we were nearly out of petrol as yes, well. So that's the real the, Dean again, Motors the way. Dean Motors way. Um, but my God, yeah. It, so yeah, driving does have its downsides, unfortunately. It's funny when you're talking about. Sorry, the Dean Motors way. I know that sounds bad, but like every day, people send us in stuff on so- social media, and it's like. Our, our infamous <laughs> thing now is us running out of petrol. Yeah. So people send us photos of their petrol gauges. Yeah. And they're like really low. And I'm like, nah, it's not that low. Ah, uh, yeah. You still got another 20 in. miles in there. My first day driving over to my first day with Dean Motors, I nearly ran out of uh, diesel on the way That's over. That's right. It's a, yeah. It catches on. Yeah. It keeps life on the edge. It keeps it interesting. <laughs> I remember uh, when I started going out at Orla, this is how bad it was. So she bought a Golf, uh, not a Golf, she bought a Beetle. Mm. And Petra Gage was broken in it. Um, I, um, a newer Beetle. Not a new Beetle. Beetle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, don't take this. I mean, don't buy a classic car. It was dirt. <laughs> it was, like before, when, uh, yeah, man, the car was destroyed. So anyway, she had bought it only a couple of months before that. And I got into it. Full tank of petrol in it is what I thought. Oh. No. Petrol gauge was broken. She used to always <laughs> ring me and she could never figure out how to gauge how much petrol is in it. I was like, why don't you just zero the clock? And then you'll know when you break down. Yes, yeah. There you go. But my God, she wouldn't go back to the garage that she bought it off because it had gone on so long. <laughs> she actually enjoyed it. She enjoyed the fact that she never knew what petrol was in it. Kept it on the edge. Yeah. Live life on the edge. Totally it. Um, we need to think of a name for that game. Petrol roulette. Petrol roulette. There Petrol you go. Petrol roulette. Done. You just don't know. There we go. Um, Petrol roulette. Oh, actually... I noticed, compl- well, it's not off topic. So years ago, um, a customer of ours used to have a Rolls Royce and he used to leave it with us for a period of time and he used to let us, he said, look, just keep it moving, keep driving around in it. And I was going out with a girl and I was going up to hotel and the petrol gauge was faulty in the fucking road. Uh, and the car started to get fluffy, you know, it's right at the top of the hill. Yeah, and I was I like, uh-oh. I looked down, no light on, petrol gauge is kind of a quarter. And I was like, no, no, that's out of petrol. So I turned around, car cut out, gone down the hill. I was like, no bothers, I'll just roll to the bottom of the hotel. But if anyone who doesn't know, <laughs> Rolls Royces and Bentleys, they have this... Reserve tank? No, it's like air brake. It's like air brakes, oh, like shit. in a truck. Okay. Uh, so when you turn it on, so it's the engine's off. vacuum, right? So anyway, all you get... One pump of the brakes, that's it. I didn't re- I completely forgot all about this. Going down the hill, hit the brakes, slowed down, that was fine. Anyway, let it off, cruising down, car broke down, <laughs> hit the brakes again, no brakes, none. And I'm going down the whole hill, 60 mile an hour with the yoke put out. <laughs> <laughs> I have to t- try and pilot that yoke with no power steering and no brakes. If I, I had oh to overtake God. someone at one stage, rolling, <laughs> right? And the car broke down, if anyone knows, Head, it broke down outside the church at Sutton Cross. That's how far down it got. Oh I my got nearly God. down to Sutton Cross in the car. <laughs> yeah. 
You did well. See, momentum has got all that weight to carry it downhill. Yeah, but you know what? The real embarrassing thing is when you have to go into a petrol station and put five quids worth of petrol into a can to go back to a car that has a 140 litre tank in it. Don't even start if you put a fiver in it. Yeah, you don't want to be broken down the side of the road in your Rolls Royce. Now, that's the perfect segue into... There are many highlights that have happened over the the last uh, uh, four months. Um, But one of the best ones was an Instagram highlight... I already know where uh, this is going. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of being broken down on in the side on the side of the road in something very cool, you had your road trip back from Spain in your Ferrari three four eight. <sighs> yeah. So which turned into an Instagram sensation. It was. T- tell us what happened. <laughs> oh man! Like it, a couple of weeks before that, myself and Simon we got an M five and another three four eight. We brought them back. Um, and no problems whatsoever. Everything was great. So I decided, listen, I'll go over my own this time. Someone needs to run the show back here. I'll make sure this Ferrari's okay. Went mm-hmm. over, checked the car out. Car was mint now, in all fairness. Really yeah. nice. Um, a customer, we got it for a customer. And first day, it was it was exactly what you can imagine in your dreams. You know, you have this idea. I picked a car up in a glamorous location on a waterside. Sunglasses on. Sunglasses on, driving up the road, doing 100 mile an hour. Everything's brilliant. Pull in, bit of lunch, stopped in a great hotel. Everything was great. Lovely. Came out the following morning. I said, okay, good bit of time to make up here today. 800 kilometers to do. Jeez. First 100 kilometers of the trip. Perfect music blaring in my ears. It was it like <laughs> you couldn't picture it any better. It was magical. It's exactly what you want in Europe. You mean a Ferrari? <laughs> everything's great. So I said, yeah, yeah. I give it one last year, and I gave it a good L. I was up at about 140 mile an hour. Everything was great, and then all of a sudden, battery life flicked on, and I said, okay, that's not great. Um, and there's no amp gauge in it, so I said, no, it could be just something simple. The battery still could still be charging. Everything could be great. So um, I'm looking at the time. We're tied for time as it is. So I, of course, in my broken French, I speak to someone and they send me off somewhere and I get a multimeter. Okay. So I check it. No battery. We're not charging. So we're at 11 uh, volts at this stage. I said, okay, this is... Alternator gone. This is alternator's gone. So I ran Ken Plant, in all fairness to him. Yeah. And if anyone who doesn't know Ken Plant, he is the... our national guru for uh, Ferraris, Maseratis, yeah, Porsches. He is that man. He's, he's excellent. Yeah. So I speak to Ken and I said, Ken, I'm in a spot of bother. And of course, he's laughing at this stage. Oh, you're going to mess it up. I was like, oh, jeez, Ken. So he says, um, uh, jack up the car. So I had to go buy it. Then I bought a jack at this stage. Yeah. I was underneath the car. I'd realized I'd missed the first ferry. That was fine. And he said, obviously... So where I'd, were you exactly? Um... You were in France. I was in France at okay. this stage. Yeah. So um, get underneath the car. I have my multimeter. I've checked. I have power going down to the alternator. Really bad sign. Hoping that I hadn't got power going down. And Easier it might to fix, inf- yeah. Or even if there was a separate regulator. And some of the cars, you'd have a regulator that wouldn't be on the back of the alternator. It would be separate. So I could have ran a wire that I just would have uh, had direct. Yeah. Bypass. Everything's fine. Had my wire. Getting ready to do fix my Ferrari on the side of the road. Classic <laughs> car ownership. Everything's great. Yeah, anyway, so no battery. So I said, fuck this anyway. Excuse the language. I was like, I don't believe this. This is typical. And I had 800 kilometers to cover. Um, so no, about seven now. So, I so, went so in, you, your route home was? I was heading up towards... Ferry, you, were, you weren't driving through the UK. You were going to come no. straight from France. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. Come straight to France, get yeah. the ferry home. 
had the nice ferry booked. So oh, yeah. going to be, oh, have a lovely meal on the way home, a glass of wine, everything's going to be great. Yeah. So um, I pull into a garage and I had located an alternator for the car. Everything was fine through Google. Everything was great. Fair and I go into this garage and of course, without being rude, the French are, the, I'm sorry if there's any French people listening to this, but they are the, they were the rudest people on earth. And first of all, <laughs> it's because they thought I was English. And then um, I went in and of course, he had seen me lying across the road underneath this Ferrari this on the guy. side of the road. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, look at this idiot over there. So I said, yeah, the alternator's gone. We do not fix Ferrari. That was all he said to me. We do not fix Ferrari. Wow. I was like, fuck. Okay. So I had, I was trying to contemplate what I was going to do. Then I rang a garage. Then I rang a place So you went in the middle of nowhere? No, no, no. Yeah. I got off. I went into a town. I was smart while okay. I still had batteries. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I said, um, all right. Um, I figured out. I rang a place to see how much it was to get a home. Two and a half grand on a, okay. on a truck to get to the ferry. Jesus. I said, I'm not spending two and a half grand. So I used my mind. Simon <laughs> Dean actually has a mind here. And I said, I still have battery. So if we're not charging, I'm just going to buy some batteries. <laughs> I said, uh, I kind of figured out, I was trying to figure out, you see, like, if it was an older car, really, really old, all you'd have would be, you'd only be running the dash and points. Of course. Like points. Yeah, so you your can, draw you can would be tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and only you might get four or five hundred miles out of a battery because, like, you've nothing. You mightn't have lights on, you've nothing. Yeah. But, like, of course, in the Ferrari, you've electronic spark advance. You have coils you have all your dashes electric everything mm -hmm. is electric in the car mm -hmm. um it was absolutely roasting so of course i couldn't turn on the air con that was the first thing <laughs> manual um, air conditioning and being just typically down the france they went on a lunch break then and they were closed for an hour uh, lovely so i went in and i walked up to your man and i said i took a photo of the battery and i said i want five of these batteries i wrote it out in my uh french app oh, yeah. and i showed it to him and he just laughed and he went down, we got the five batteries. He carried them out for me. I bought a tool set. Where did you put them? In the front. The boot is huge. Oh, is it? Car. Yeah, oh, well, okay. I Very had to practical. take all my luggage out and put it in the seat beside me. <laughs> um, so I said, okay. And then I asked him, would they change the battery? No. They wouldn't even we change the battery for me in the garage. They wouldn't even change <laughs> the battery. So it took me 40 minutes to get the first battery out. I'd, it like, Where is it? It's in the engine bay, so okay, I'm so, so not lucky the, that... The, uh, the passenger floor or anything. Well, yeah. yeah. If it's a 93 one, from 93 on, they put the wheel, the battery in the wheel well. So every time uh, you'd change battery, you'd have to take the wheel off. You're kidding. No, really. You would have had to. <laughs> oh, my so God. I, in a way, I was lucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I... Can I just say, there were lots of theories that you had constructed this... Yeah. scenario just oh, yes. for Instagram I totally did it, it doesn't for the really gram. sound like that to be 100%, fair 100% <laughs> I did it for the gram yeah absolutely definitely yeah yeah um, that's so, why I had cut my arms to bits my uh, <laughs> I got an alert I got I <laughs> I don't even want to go there don't even go there so <laughs> the first battery took 40 minutes to get out because I was looking first just to get out not even to do the change just no, to get no, it out just to get the battery okay. out and it looked typical Ferrari looked real easy to get to yeah it was yeah but then of course all the bolts were all stuck they were all seized trying to get That's the cage the off yeah then I had to take the lamp the light cluster out of it take out the air box and then the heat shield around the exhaust I had to take off because um, when the battery came up 
you're lifting it up and of course then I broke a nail and that it sounds bad but <laughs> you, I literally snapped the it nail off my finger lifted it out <laughs> and then the heat shield is in the way I take the heat shield off the top of the, the I said fuck it. Oh anyway God. got it out got the first one in and I didn't like slide it in. I just dropped it into place I said okay this is fine Yeah. connected it I didn't put the, the cage around the battery anymore yeah. I said, I don't even know how long I'm going to get out of this battery, so this will be fine. Yeah. So I get out on the road, battery light's still on, and you still have in your, you still have in your mind, maybe, yeah, just maybe, maybe the just alternator start might just again. start working again. Yeah. <laughs> so the first time, again, 160, 170 kilometers an hour all the way, no traffic, everything was great. 220 kilometers I got out of the first battery. That's good. I was That's like good. over the moon, and I'm looking, I said, okay. I might be able to do this. I've bought five batteries. I have four left now. So this is <laughs> yeah. great. Um, second time I changed, I broke down coming, merging onto a motorway. Uh, that was the best part, right? So just died over to the right, lifted up the bonnet. Second battery, everyone. 20 minutes. That was fine. Grand, okay. got back in. Cutting down. I only got 120 kilometers out of that one because I got stuck in traffic. Oh. Got stuck in traffic. And as you're revving, you're advancing the spark and you're doing all that. And again, no air con, no air con. Because I couldn't but when waste you stopped, you're getting zero miles per gallon as well. You're, you're, yeah. You're, yeah. Um, the next battery took 15 minutes to change. And then I was really close to whether I was going to make it or not. Put the next battery in and it started getting into darkness then. And I couldn't turn the lights on because if I turned the lights on, I'd waste even more electricity. <laughs> so I was following cars. People were flashing. People I'm were so beeping. glad I wasn't with you I was on like, this trip. Oh, Jesus Christ. And like you're driving so close to other people behind because you're trying people not to see that you're not driving with your lights. Of on. course. Of course, Dean Motors, perfectly legal. <laughs> but I got to the uh, got to the ferry. I was like, this is it. I feel we've made it all here together. People were like congratulating me on Instagram. So we're on how many batteries? This is the third battery I was yeah. on now, right? So I get in, big cues. I said, I better not, starting, turning it off, turning it back on Worst would thing. waste more battery. Yeah. So I said, let's just leave it running. So yeah. left it running. Then, of course, what do I do? Security check. They say, where are you coming from? I'm coming from Spain. The sniffer dogs came out then. Uh, so the, the okay. dogs in the car, because obviously I'm an international drug dealer at this What are you doing with five batteries in the yeah. trunk? They looked at the batteries. They were looking around the car. This is going on 30 minutes. Then they found And the car receipt. is running the whole time. Car's running. Never turned it off. <laughs> Never, ever turn your car off when it's running. <laughs> so um, then they said to me, did you have car trouble today? He's holding a receipt for five batteries. I was like, <laughs> yes. there's five batteries in the front of the car, dude. <laughs> like, what do you yeah. think? He was like, okay, just go on. I was like, oh, great. That's great. They took pity So then, of course, you. I go through to the next line and I've told this lady, I said, look, I'm having car problems here. I need to get on this boat quick. Yeah, no problem. He moves me into another lane. Um, and then all of a sudden I notice on the right hand side the ABS light comes on this is uh, the telltale sign when okay. the battery's just about to die okay okay went to move battery died and <sighs> now I'm trying to board now I've moved out I'm blocking everyone at this stage oh my god get in god. the next battery change four minutes I was like four formula from 40 one minutes to four minutes got in started the car drove it you. in this was great so sat on the boat had a terrible meal and Dose of diarrhea, unfortunately. Typical That's with the, TMI, with the boat that food. We did not need to know that. No. Got on the next day, started the car, got stuck in traffic. Uh, another security check in Dublin Airport with the, the sniffer dogs. Dublin Airport? Yeah. No, not Dublin Airport. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, I arrived Lair. in at Cork. Oh, Cork, yeah. And I was on my last battery at this stage. No, how was, was I? You are on your fourth battery. Fourth battery. Had one more left after this. But of course, 
sitting there, sniffer checks, all that, back cars running. Yeah. I get out. Now, you get to my favourite. This is my favourite bit. Yeah. And as, as much as you may imagine, I had lost the will to live at this stage, right? <laughs> it was raining and I'm in the, the Jack Lynch tunnel in Cork. I'm in the right-hand lane. Everything's going great. Going down the hill and I go to go up the hill to leave and I accelerate and the car just dies out. There's no acceleration. No ABS light. Nothing. It did no, no warning. Nothing. Nothing. She was gone. She was gone. See you later, lad. That's all she said. See you. And <laughs> oh, imagine Jesus. the car has died out now and you're in gear, so it's slowing it down. I clutch it. Yeah. And for some reason I decided I'll go from the right hand lane to the left one. For some reason, that was a safer lane. Okay. And of course I stop and there's an articulated truck behind me. And he's had to oh, slam on the brakes shit. now at this stage. I had no brake lights to show him because my battery was dead. Oh Jesus. He parked so close to me that he couldn't get around me. And I had to back you, him up in oh the Jack Lynch tunnel. <laughs> and I felt like Simon Walsh at this stage. When stuff is going wrong with Simon Walsh, he just strolls. He's like, you know what? It just can't get any worse. No well, you know what rushing. I love is, huh? despite the stress of being broken down in the Jack Lynch tunnel in a Ferrari 348, you still had time to take a selfie. Oh, I did. <laughs> you better believe it. I took a video because I swear, when I mean I'd lost the will to live at this stage, it couldn't have got any worse. And it was typical Cork. Look at that prick in his Ferrari. <laughs> you langer. Yeah. I was getting out the window. I was like, oh no, this is it. Yeah. Threw the battery in, drove out of Jack London's tunnel. And at this stage, I had 300 kilometers to go. I on think. your last battery. Maybe on my last battery. So I said, okay, so I just... Keep it at Head a down. steady 65, 70 mile an hour. Don't do any heroic driving here. Just <laughs> limper home. You're on the home stretch. I was on the home stretch. I said, okay, there's a possibility I'll make it. And the, the best part about this was, this is true life. Everyone was messaging me on Instagram at this stage, right? And mm -hmm. we had like nearly 7,000 views on the story. It was like... Yeah, it, it, was, it, it was unreal. The engagement <laughs> was unreal. And people were like, where are you going? I can meet you with a battery. <laughs> yeah. I have a jump pack here. You know, that sort of yeah. way. People were Willing like, you we want you to make yeah. it. And I got so far that I said to myself, you know, everyone was trying to help me. I was like, this is great. But I just had to do it on my own. I just had to complete this, <laughs> this journey of my life. So I got 200, so the real, this was where it got tricky. So I was actually using man mats at this stage. I looked at the distance. When you look on the map, Google Maps, it says if I'd went the back roads, yeah. it was a shorter distance and it would have took less time, but more acceleration, more acceleration, stuff, yeah. more braking. It wouldn't yeah. have been a constant speed. And to go out, to go onto the M15 and around was another 40 kilometers, right? Mm. But I said, if I keep it at constant speed, I might be okay. Yeah. Drove Nace Road, got to the end of the Nace Road. I said, I'm going on to the M50. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to make it. Feel I'm just, I'm there. I'm going to make this. Yeah. So, uh, got on to the M50, and then all of a sudden, that was it. She just died. And I was like, you. Oh. Oh. I was like, I was just like, I don't believe this. And I'm sitting there in the motorway. Another garage that I know, Blanche 4 by 4 Robbie, he texted me. He said, I'm after seeing you on the side of the road. Do you want me to go back and get your batteries? I said, <laughs> no. I said, I have five old batteries here. And there was a possibility. So then multimeter came out. I started checking Check to see all. which one had the oh most amount God. of charge. I didn't know this bit. <laughs> right? So I'm checking. I said, okay, this one here has 0.6 of a volt more. This one's got to work. So I threw that one in. Another change. And I got to Intel. It died out at Intel. 
So, so at this stage, think, you're how many kilometres? That's only what? I think I did another that's 12 or 14 kilometres I made it on that battery. So, but at Intel, you're nearly home. Nearly home, right? Yeah. Broke down at Intel. I looked, I'm checking which battery is more. <laughs> the next battery, six kilometres. I literally broke down around the corner from my house. And my wife is ringing me at this stage and texting me. And I said, just have the gates open. <laughs> I'm coming I'm in hot. Home, baby. I couldn't. I'd be rolling at this stage. Yeah. Through the next battery. Like, there was... I don't even know and how you, the And we still have four minute changes here. Oh, listen, man. Yeah. A guy came out of his driveway. It was brilliant. He was like, do you want to help to push it off the road? I was like, no, I don't. I'm going to do this, man. If I had to push the car home on my own, I'm going to do this. Yeah. Threw another battery in. It barely turned over. It was like, ugh, uh, fired. Got going. And I just cruised into the driveway. My family were waiting for me. <laughs> there was people cheering. Fanfare. It was the most magical playing. journey of my life. <laughs> I have to say. And I know, I know we've probably talked about this for 20 minutes, but like, it was, <laughs> the engagement was mental on Facebook and Instagram because people were like, this is pure comedy gold. People don't see this shit. Don't get me wrong. There's days we put a photos here and like, we're taking photos of Ferraris and Porsches and Isn't life this great? is great. We're living a life and look at me, I'm having another coffee. This was real. <laughs> this is when it goes wrong. And you wouldn't believe, man, Stuff goes wrong every day. Uh, Laura went to an NCT last week. She drove into the NCT in the car and it broke down in the lane. The immobilizer well, went tested. faulty on Friday night <laughs> and oh, she had to get the God. car towed out of there. Like, this stuff, stuff happens wrong. all the time. Um, yeah, do, do, I love do, do showing what, the though? side of it, though. But that's what they say. The stuff, it's like your wedding day. The stuff that goes wrong is what gives you the stories. Yeah. And... I know it's a cliche to say it's not the destination, it's the journey. And even if the journey is shit, you're still going to get some good stories out of it. <laughs> oh, man. And to, that but, is quite a story. And but like, it's it's on, obviously, obviously it's on our Instagram as one of our highlights. The whole thing if is there, yeah. If you literally have 10 minutes of your life to spare, watch it. The comedy of it was you can unbelievable. Just you just didn't know what was going to happen. No, no. It was and you actually felt, stuff, yeah. you could see the soul leaving my body, battery by battery. <laughs> I, I just they're like people are like this man he's he's, he's gone over the edge <laughs> he didn't know where he was going to make it but you know I got home it was just it felt like I'd actually done something proper for once in my you life you had actually had made an achievement yeah an achievement Dean Motors we'll get you there don't worry yeah, about yeah. it yeah get out and drive oh man fuck that was so funny though there's a movie in this there's something in it oh listen know? what was it Some, oh man one of our customers sent me a uh Breakdown. They actually did a screenshot. <laughs> yeah. It's me on an 80s car phone. Oh, brilliant. And there's yeah. a Ferrari breakdown, broken yeah. down and I'm running. I was going to say, is the breakdown you or the car? I know it's a mental <laughs> Maybe breakdown. Maybe it's a double entendre. It's definitely yeah, it's a mental me- breakdown. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but at least. And, so, and the, so would you call that a highlight or a low light of the last four months? I was good cracking it, in all yeah. fairness. I laugh about it now. At the time, I wasn't laughing about it. But I like, kind of think it was funny because every time Orla rings me, I'm always telling her, in all fairness, sorry. I'm not going to be home because I'm broken down or something's gone wrong. Yeah. And I'd say she always just says to herself, oh, as if. that guy is a fucking liar. Everything <laughs> yeah. he says, he's always broken down. He's always here. Something's gone wrong. She could see it unfold in real life. Well, as she said time. to me before, Simon, I, I, I look at Instagram to find out when my husband will be home. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's real life. On that high note then, let's <laughs> call it, uh, like I said, we, we they're the kind of the, the key highlights of our last four months. Um, yeah. A bit of a strange, uh, not our usual type of podcast to kind of do something like this, but we just felt like we kind of ourselves needed to catch up on what had happened over the last few months and we wanted to catch up with you. So yeah, it was just was something something a little bit different. Yeah, We will be back. Uh, we promise we will not leave it four months. We will be back next month. 
Yeah, so better. we used to release at the the last weekend of every month. We are now the first weekend of every month. Oh, that's great, Neil. Set your clocks. Yeah. We hope you've enjoyed this. We'll talk to you in December. And uh, in the meantime, get out and drive and check your battery. Yeah. <laughs>